0: Blue Jays from Away podcast, episode 62. Got this force coming through in my blood, in my veins, it's a of love. While it may be coming a little bit late, we have our interviews with JB Woodman and Andy Ravel from our visit to Lansing back in May. your hands higher higher raise up your hands higher higher raise up your hands higher higher raise. so sit back take a listen and get your blue jays on it's the blue jays from away podcast Welcome back to the Blue Jays from Away podcast. I'm joined by J.B. Woodman, outfielder for the Lansing Lugnuts. Welcome to the podcast, J.B. Good to be here. So, J.B., obviously you're having a good season so far. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about uh, how you're feeling at the plate and what's going on?
1: Um, we got off to a little bit of a slow start, but just kind of figuring it out, um, figure out how to you know, get it going and playing the cold. Definitely is something I'm not used to being from Florida, so kind of getting used to that for sure.
0: So, I mean, last year obviously you you were playing in college uh, before you were drafted. What was your season like? As uh, I guess you were a junior in college, um, how were things going there? And and what was the transition like uh, after you were drafted?
1: Uh, things went went well there. Had a good season, and uh, you know, got drafted, and then came here and or went up to Vancouver uh, in Canada, British Columbia, and kind of you know got a first taste of professional baseball and what it's like playing every day. So it's definitely a Learning experience, you know, playing you know, every single day.
0: Now, before you were drafted, did you have any idea that the Blue Jays were interested in you, or, or were there several teams that had been speaking to you at that point?
1: Um, I don't know, like, they stuck out really. Uh, I had a couple of meetings with them, but nothing like, you know, that really stuck out that made, them, made me think that they were in draft me. So, just as surprised as uh, everybody else.
0: So, what did those meetings involve? You said there were a couple of teams, like, not, I'm sure not only the Blue Jays, because if, 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 you know, you didn't think that there was anything standing out about them um, you probably had some meetings with other teams what what goes on in those meetings
1: uh especially just with the area scouts just you know trying to get to know you what kind of person you are and uh you take like some eye tests and just like mental tests and stuff like that and you know fill out paperwork so it's nothing too extensive but just kind of get to know you
0: and you know when the scouts were getting to know you you know um how do you think you came across
1: Hopefully good uh, I'm not a big talker so just you know kind of you know listen to them listen to what they have to say and you know you know try to you know learn give them as much chance to learn about me as possible
0: so after you were drafted you you were drafted in the second round and, and uh, obviously the blue Jays liked you a lot to draft you in the second round um, what would they what did they tell you as you were getting you know heading to Dunedin to to I guess check in sign the contract get everything done? Uh, what were they telling you as to, you know, where what you would expect from that season?
1: Um, it's basically just kind of learn experience, you know, learn as much as you can, try to learn how to get into a routine, you know, something that you do every day so that, you know, you can get through the, you know, the long season. So it's just a matter of learning, you know, learning as much as possible, especially when you're young and you're new to it, you know, going out there and, you know, playing, playing hard and just doing your best.
0: Now, I ask this of every player who, who plays for the Vancouver Canadians because, you know, I'm from Toronto, and the Blue Jays are a Canadian team. So what was it like actually getting to play in Canada for the Blue Jays organization?
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, they get, you know, the most fans in that league for sure, and, you know, they love their baseball, and they come out and support us. Um, it's, it's definitely a you know, different experience from coming from, you know, America. That was the first time in Canada, so just, you know, seeing, seeing everything up there was really cool, and being in a different country is definitely a cool experience.
0: Did you feel like you really got to experience Canada? I know you guys don't have a lot of time off, especially in the Northwest League. Um, but did you have a chance to sort of feel like it was different than the United States?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Uh, my parents came up for a, you know a week, and I I got to, That was probably the most I got to do exploring around and you know, driving around and looking at things. But uh, just you know, being in a different country is different. You have The different money and all that. You know, having to get different cell phone minutes because when you go up there you can run through some money pretty quick so it's just a matter of figuring out things like that and you know, it's definitely a cool experience to you know, see that, that part of the country because I've never really been up there
0: And what was it like playing in front of the big crowds? I'm sure in college you could probably get some decent crowds but I know the 5,000 people or so that they get to most of the games up there in Vancouver and uh, I, I hear they're pretty enthusiastic out there so um, what were the crowds like up there?
1: Yeah, they're really big. They they sold out most of every game. I played in college, and we had a lot of fans too, so I was kind of already used to it a little bit. But it's definitely a different type of crowd, where they you know they're loud most of the whole game, and you know they're all you know watching the game and having a good time, and it's it's definitely a cool experience. That's it's a, a cool field to play at for anybody.
0: Now, at the end of the year, you went up to Lansing, where we are right now, and uh, you got a chance to play a few games here. Did that help you when you got here at the beginning of the year, having some familiarity with the city, uh, familiarity with the team?
1: Yeah, for sure. Just, you know, being here for, I think, I played nine games, just being up here and getting your, uh, your feet wet with it and getting their surroundings down and kind of knowing the city definitely makes it easier when you come back up here a second time.
0: Now let's talk about 2017 you're with the lug nuts uh, the, the team is off to a, a very good start um, what do you think the team is working towards this year
1: yeah I say we were really good we have a lot of talent and we can uh, you know I think we could you know compete with any team in this league for sure and uh and our goal is just to learn how to play better you know we, we're, we're young kind of across the board so it's just a matter of you know learning how to play the game a little bit better and kind of not having mistakes that that'll hurt you so it's just a matter of go out there and playing and learning how to be professional baseball players, which is uh, one of our goals.
0: Is there anything specific about, you know, the word better that you might want to share with our listeners?
1: Um, just like cleaner baseball, you know, not, not making plays that, you know, give them outs, give them extra outs and not, you know, taking away outs from us at the plate by, you know, running into base running mistakes and stuff like that. So just kind of learning how to do that and learning how to be play almost a cleaner game and not have the ball going everywhere and stuff like that.
0: Now, what would you say are the things that you are working on the most in your game?
1: I'm um, trying to cut down on my strikeouts. Um, strike out a lot right now. Not off to a good start with that, but you know, working on it every day and trying to figure that out and you know how to be better with that. You know, just I mean every every facet of the game for sure.
0: Well, I know one of the things that um, I've seen in your game, and I know that uh, some scouts have seen as well, and, and they've, they've talked to me, is that even though you are striking out a lot, when you hit the
1: ball, yeah. you hit it hard. Yeah, that's the, you know, that'd be nice. You just need to figure out how to do that more often. Um, you know, usually when I put in play, good things happen, so it's just a matter of finding a way to do that more often.
0: Now, can you tell us a little bit about what you might do away from the field to sort of get away from the game or in the offseason?
1: Um, play some PlayStation. Um, you know, I like to um, play some golf with my family. So we'll go out and play golf. We we'll try to try to play it up around here as much as we can, but with the cold, it's kind of tough. But you know, just kind of relaxing and kind of taking your mind off the game definitely helps.
0: All right. Well, we're going to call it there. Uh, thanks very much for your time. That's JB Woodman, outfielder for the Lansing Lugnuts. Thank you very much you raise up your hands raise up your Higher, higher, raise up your, hands, higher, higher, raise, up your
2: hands, higher, higher, raise
0: Welcome back to the Blue Jays from Away podcast. I'm joined by Andy Ravel of the Lansing Lugnuts. Welcome to the podcast, Andy.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: So let's talk about baseball and, and Lansing Lugnuts baseball. The Lugnuts are on a, a little bit of a win streak. They... Uh, came off a 5 to 5 to 2 win last night. Um what's it like being on a team that's that's going well?
2: Um it's very very positive. I mean we can obviously swing it. We're not kind of worried about that. Um just the pitching sometimes isn't been there and the offense has kind of dug the pitchers out in some games, but uh when we put both together, we're really hard team to beat.
0: Now, as a pitcher yourself, uh, What does it feel like, you know, do you go out there with this offense behind you and you just say, all right, I just got to get guys out and we're going to put up enough runs to win?
2: Yeah, you just try and give your team the best chance to win. Um, If, I mean, you can go two, three, four runs and we will probably pick you up, but obviously as a pitcher trying to go out there and put up zeros. um, But the main goal is just trying to give your team the best chance to win.
0: Now, let's go back a little bit to your college days in college. I know you probably you, you stepped up big time in college with, I think, uh, the guy who was considered to be the top prospect yeah. on your club. Um, went down to injury, and you really picked up the slack there.
2: Yeah, um, just kind of tried to see it as an opportunity. Um, make the most of the situation. It was unfortunate that he went down, but uh, that's what opportunities are for.
0: And you obviously made the most of it. Uh, getting attention of a lot of teams and, and the Blue Jays drafted you and you know what did you know about the Blue Jays and what had they told you about the team um, what have you heard about from scouts who talked to you um, before the draft?
2: Um, you know sitting down before the draft uh, with a lot of teams um, Blue Jays are one of them but uh, you kind of try not to focus on the draft too much because the draft is a any guy I'll tell you the draft is a whole different world um, you can go in there with expectations and it won't live up to it so you just kind of be even keel about it.
0: Did you find that difficult? I mean, you're still in college you're you're I mean, you I think from somebody my age, you know, when I look mm-hmm. back to how I was in college, I know it probably would have been a, stra- a distraction to me if there was something, you know, that was sort of looming beyond mm-hmm. my college days. Um, you know, what was it like for you trying to A you were still in school and going mm-hmm. to classes but also pitching for the college team? Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, obviously going into your junior year, you know, you know, that's your draft year and you're draft eligible. But um, it takes a lot of uh, patience and mental toughness to try and put that behind you and just focus on the now. Um, I know here at the Blue Jays now, we kind of, the big deal that they're trying to focus on is just being in the moment. So I was just trying to be in the moment back then and um, not worry about what the future holds. And if I took care of business in the present, then the future will take care of itself.
0: Now, how are you applying that philosophy of being in the moment to your pitching right now?
2: Um, I mean, when you're out there and stuff may not be going your way, just kind of try and take a step back, deep breath, refocus, and minimize or, or try and battle through it and just trying to not worry about if I do give up these two runs or if I do give up this run, then it's uh, just trying to be in the moment and uh, trying not to worry about what the future holds.
0: You know, last year you pitched with Vancouver, yep. and uh, I think the Blue Jays had you piggybacking with Mike Allenbest, mm-hmm. who is also your teammate here this year. Um, did you guys have, like, a special relationship knowing that you'd be pitching on the same day, one guy would start one game, and then the next guy, next game the other guy would start?
2: Yeah. Um, me and Mike became real close um, over the past year and a half. Um, we're roommates now. and But uh, it, it was nice having a guy that was – on your schedule, too. So you knew when he was throwing, you were throwing, too. So we could work out together, throw together, run together, and do everything baseball-related together. And then, in turn, that made us friends off the field, too.
0: Now, some guys will say that, you know, they like starting better than coming out of the bullpen, and some guys think the other way. Do you have a preference?
2: Uh, I like starting. Uh, I like going out there from the first pitch on, getting to a rhythm, getting to a groove. Um, I love the ball in my hand, so... I try and keep it as long as I can, but it's uh, when you have a relieving staff like we have, when you do come out, you're uh, very optimistic.
0: Now, when you're on the mound, you know, I, I've talked to some guys about you, and they say you got four pitches, uh, fastball curve, slider change. What do you think is your go-to pitch right now?
2: Go-to pitch? I mean, we're trying to focus on fastball command and, and pitching off the fastball, but uh, this past year, our pitching coach, Willie Glazo has really emphasize using the change up um in pro ball the starting pitcher has to have a decent changeup and can throw a change up in oh I mean two oh counts or fastball counts really so um, I would say my change up right now has become my go-to pitch and
0: when you're on the mound do you have any particular philosophy or are you just letting the catcher tell you where to th- what to throw and just try to hit the glove
2: uh, I mean, you have a game plan. We have scouting reports and stuff like that that you kind of go off of. Um, so that changes from hitter to hitter, maybe pull guy or or uh, spin guy or something like that. But normally the catcher and yourself are on the same page. And as a starter, my preference is to work fast. So when the catcher and myself are on the same page, I like getting in that fast routine, fast rhythm and uh, trying, to let, trying not to let the hitters kind of get comfortable in there.
0: Now... I, you know, you've had some, some really great starts this year, and there have been a couple that you, yeah. you've been hit. Uh, what's the difference? Like, what is the difference really between a good start and a not-so-good start?
2: Um, I mean, it's really not that big. It's just kind of stuff that, that you're trying to focus on before you throw the pitch. So, I mean, for me, I know it's mine. My, my plant foot and if that's not working then it kind of it's a chain reaction everything gets flat ball comes up you get hit a little bit and obviously walks and, and hit by pitches and stuff like that play to account too but it's really it's not really night and day it's kind of a lot more smaller than that
0: now I mean you just mentioned that it was your plant foot and you can obviously see that in retrospect um, is there anything that you can you do in the moment before you throw the ball that helps you get to where you want to go
2: um, not really. You're not trying to think out there. Um, as a pitcher, you're not trying to over-exaggerate stuff. That's what you do. That's what you uh, throw bullpens for, is what you do towel work for. Just so when you do go out there in the game, you're not thinking. It's just muscle memory, second nature, just, again, being in the moment.
0: Now, when you're getting away from the game, you know, what do you like to do? I saw, We saw you playing some ping pong yeah. uh, with Jackson McClellan. Yeah. Who
2: won that game? I won the game.
0: Well, congratulations. Uh, what else do you like to do?
2: Um, love golfing. I mean, I know I heard you talking to JB, and JB's a pretty big golfer. That's not a good sign right there. Um, but, yeah, golfing with uh, just some of my teammates. And, I mean, I don't have them out here, but I'm a big family guy, so when they do come out, I try to make the most of it.
0: So that sound was uh, – I, I, somebody must have scored in the Rangers-Senators really, Rangers game. Scored, yeah. Probably the Rangers scored. So uh, – for the Canadian fans who are Ottawa Senators fans that's a bad thing and I'm I I'm in
2: trouble right now so
0: so so aside from uh, so aside from from baseball are you getting into hockey knowing that you're playing with an organization that has such a big hockey fan
2: base Yeah I mean I kind of growing up around the Philly area um, I was Philly everything Philly Eagles Philly Sixers and and Flyers so but now uh, Jake Thomas is a diehard Rangers fan so I just tried to make it interesting and put a little bet on with him so pulling for Ottawa those noises don't sound too good right now because he's got the whole clubhouse behind him but as soon as I get in there I'll start I'll start chirping a little bit
0: well we're gonna we're gonna cheer for the Senators because they're the Canadian Canadian team who are still around in the playoffs uh, we will let you get going that's that's Andy Rabel of the Lansing Lugnuts starting pitcher thanks for joining us thanks for your time And that's it for episode number 62 of the Blue Jays from Away podcast. I'd like to thank J.B. Woodman and Andy Ravel for joining me. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at JaysFromAway. Come on back soon and go Jays go.